in Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so good. Can you guys hear me? Yeah? Okay. Man, God is so good. We, uh, it's a privilege to be here with you guys today. You know, we came from uh, Tampa yesterday. Hey. <laughs> He's excited. <laughs> so, yeah, we came from Tampa yesterday. As, as pastors say, we uh, we from uh, Tampa. I'm original from Costa Rica. That's my home country. This is my wife, Millie. I want Millie to say hi before I, I continue. Millie, come up here. Just say hi. Just greet the people really quick. Hallelujah. I just want to say good evening, people, lovely people. I'm so happy to be here. It's a privilege. And, um, man, I'm excited. I just, I mean, what God is doing is just so amazing. And I just want to encourage you guys, just get ready. Get ready for what's to come. Because even though my we came here this weekend, the best is yet to come. We still got Monday night left. So we're basically like forerunners for what's coming on Monday. <laughs> Amen. So let's just introduce you real quick to our daughters. Oh, hi. My name is Tina. Hi, my name is Daniela. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. You know, when God bless you, he bless you with the best. He gave me the best wife and the best family. You know, it's an, it's an honor for us to be here sharing with you guys tonight. And like my wife say, get ready because I believe like we're living on the last time, the last, the last hour. So it's not time to waste. And God is, God is pouring his spirit all over the planet right now. And if you're hungry for God and if you're hungry for the things of God, God will use you in a mighty way. Trust me. I don't even deserve to be here tonight. I don't even deserve to be doing the, the things that I'm doing for the kingdom. But let me tell you, God can use anyone. God can use anybody. If you're hungry, if your heart is pure, and if you desire the things of God, God will use you. He will take you to places. I recommend you, if you don't have your passport ready, get your passport. Get your passport. Get your passport. Because you never know. You might come to Costa Rica with us. <laughs> you know? Right? <laughs> Yeah, we have, a, you know, we have an awesome time. We, we just came from Costa Rica, uh, what it was, really like a month and a half ago, right? Around there. We went to Costa Rica. Pastor, Pastor Bush came with us and Pastor Suzanne, and we have a great team. You guys came. It was awesome. You guys came. It was awesome. I mean, like, we, it was, we saw, like, so many people touched by the power of God, by the love of God. It was powerful. Man, like, for me, you know, it's my home country, but just going over there and just see what God do through us, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing. So that's what I'm, that's why we say, you know, get ready. This is, this is not just for the guy who is, who is with the mic today. This is for every single person here tonight. God, God want to use you. You know, if you think about it, when you, when you save, when you come to the kingdom of heaven, now, Everything that you do in your life, everything that you do has to be connected with the kingdom. Everything, your job, the people around you, your business, whatever you do. If you teach in the school, everything has to be connected with the kingdom of heaven. Because 
as my pastor say, a hundred years from now, nothing really matters. You can build the best house in town, $3 million house, doesn't matter. A hundred years from now, all those things doesn't really matter. Everything that really matters is how many souls you take into heaven. You have to be a soul winner. You have to be a soul winner. The Bible says the one who wins souls is wise. If you are a wise person, you will not be ashamed to share the gospel with every single person that you come across every single day. That's what we do. Pastor Bush is a soul winner. As soon as he got, he say, like as soon as he get out the plane in Costa Rica, he witnessed somebody over there at the airport. He's a soul winner. He don't even speak Spanish. <laughs> I don't know how he did it, but he did it. <laughs> so, you know, it's no excuse for anybody. It's no excuse for anybody. Even for myself, you know, like right now, this is my, this is my second language. This is not even my first language. And I don't care about that. God can use anybody. God can use anybody. There's no excuses for the kingdom of heaven. Like pastors say, one touch from heaven. That's all we need. One touch from heaven. It will change your life forever. One touch for the, from the Holy Ghost, and you will never be the same. You will never be the same. Trust me. If you ask me five years ago that I'm going to be preaching the gospel, I will be telling you crazy. You have no idea what you're saying right now. But God is doing amazing things in our lives. You know, like we got saved. I don't know if you guys know uh, Jonathan Chattelsworth, right? I think a lot of people know him. I came here. This is my second time here, actually. I came here uh, for a festival life. I was here with Jonathan. I was his uh, armor bearer. So, you know, like even back on those days, the Holy Spirit was dealing with myself. I remember I was sharing with Pastor Kevin yesterday. Uh, when we pray, when Pastor, when Jonathan prayed for the people, I don't know if it was the last day, the day when he anointed people with, with oil. I, I, I forgot what day it was. But it was a long line all the way across the, the field. It was, going, it was the last night. It was all like a long, I don't know how many people was there. But, you know, he started praying for people, one after another. And I'm, I'm just walking around, you know, like next to Jonathan. Man, and the anointing was getting so strong. So strong. And the Holy Spirit, you know, like he was dealing with myself. He was, tell, you know, like he was telling me, one day you're going to be doing these things. I was just obedient, you know, I was just serving for Jonathan. But the Holy Spirit dealing with me, one day you're going to be doing these things. One day I'm going to use you like that. And it, it didn't took long. It, it didn't took long, to be honest. We got saved in one of his meetings. He came to our church, and I was desperate. I was so hungry for something. You know, I was doing so many things. Like I was sharing yesterday, you know, I used to have a construction business in Pennsylvania, in Philadelphia. Before, before we, we, we stopped the business, I had 40 people working for me. So we, I was doing very well. But let me tell you something. Money is not the answer for, for, your, for your problems. You know, we can go around right now in the worst neighborhood right now and see homeless people. We can give $1,000 to every single one. Let me tell you, by tomorrow morning, they will have nothing. All the money, it will be gone. Because money is not the answer for the problems that we live in right now in the planet. The only answer right now is Jesus Christ. The only answer for this planet, for America, 
for Costa Rica, wherever we go, the only answer is Jesus Christ. And that Jesus that came and gives and give his life for you and for me, the word, say, the word of God says that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, lives in me. So you should not be afraid. You should be happy right now because this is the last hour. This is the last hour that we live in right now. And God is pouring his spirit all over the people who is hungry. If you're hungry tonight, let me tell you. If you're hungry in the next couple of days, like Billy say, like my wife say, my wife say, you know, like I feel like we are, I feel like John the Baptist right now. It's a greater coming on Monday, you know, <laughs> which is funny because he's my pastor and we love him so much. You know, like just being under Pastor Randy, we've been there for like two years already. We went to school. Man, and I'm telling you, our lives is, you know, like when we got there, Aniela was, what, nine? Eight? She was eight years old. She never spoke in tongues before that. But as soon as we got there, it was like maybe like a month. Aniela's praying in tongues, winning souls, eight years old. Eight years old. God is ready to use you. He don't care if you're eight years old. He don't care if you're 19 years old. Doesn't matter. God is ready to use everybody in this place tonight. And let me tell you, when you have the revelation, when you have the revelation of eternity, you will not be selfish anymore. You will not be selfish anymore. I remember I was sharing last night. One day I was praying. I was praying for God. I would say, God, where do you want me to go after school? I don't want to go back to business. I don't want to go back and do whatever I was doing before. So I'm praying. We have a war room over there at the church. It's open 24-7. So I used to wake up like very early in the morning, go over there and pray. I put my hands. We have maps all over the walls, flags from different countries. Put my, put my hands in there. And one day I hear the cry. I hear the cry of people going to hell. People dying and going to hell. It was a horrible cry. And the Holy Spirit is leading with me. He, he was like, who will tell these people? Who will go and tell these people? And my hand was right in Central America, where I'm from, Costa Rica. Pastor, and I'm, tell, I'm telling you, after that day, everything became so real to me. Now I'm like, Lord, I, I will go. I want to go over there. I want to go to Costa Rica. I want to see Costa Rica shaken by the power of the Holy Ghost. And let me tell you, we just finished school like two Two months ago, three months ago, we went to Costa Rica with Pastor, with Pastor Bush and the team from here. Man, we saw we saw God do miracles. We do we saw God do things, amazing things over there, amazing things. In a month, we saw six thousand one hundred souls for the kingdom of heaven. Six thousand one hundred. We went. Every single place in Costa Rica. We, from, we went from the north to the south to the east. The whole country. It's a small country. But we went to like 18 different places, right? 18 different churches. It was awesome. It was awesome. And I'm just sharing this because, you know, like if God can use somebody like me, a simple person, it's nothing special about me. Nothing. Trust me. But when you, when you 
when you let the Holy Spirit work through your life, you will, you will be amazing what, what he's going to be doing in your life. You will be amazing. God is good. God is good. I want everybody to lift your hands wherever you are right now. Lift your hands, close your eyes. Just give thanks to God right now. If you speak in other tongues, speak in, to in other tongues right now. Ramande se tererere boshi talabarama le pasenderi basataramande. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Father God. We came here to glorify your name, Father God. We came here because we're hungry for you, Father God. We don't came here, Father God, because we don't have nothing else to do. We came here, Father God, because you are first in our lives, Father God. We honor you right now. We give you all the glory, Father God. You are the beginning and you are the end. You are Alpha and Omega. It's nobody and nothing like you, Father God. You are an awesome Father. We love you, Father God. And we need you more than ever before, Father God. You have done great things in our lives. But the best is yet to come, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give a gift out to God. Hallelujah. God is good. He is amazing. You know, I have so many things that I can share tonight. You know, like I was sharing, we got saved with Jonathan. We got so hungry for the things of God. You know, like we got saved. Previous that we have a business. 40 people working for us. But like I told you before, money, you can have all the money in the world. But that will not make you happy. I was crying like a baby, 2 in the morning, after I came from the bar. I was sharing last night. I used to be so crazy. I used to walk around every single day with $10,000 cash money in my pocket in Philadelphia. I don't have to do that. I was stupid, you know. Going from bar to bar. Drinking. Doing things that I was not supposed to be doing. Getting home, 2 in the morning. Crying. I ha in the natural, I have everything that I need. I have a nice house. I have a nice car. Nice clothes. Job. Money. Money coming in. Nice contracts. It was in the natural. I have everything. But money is not the solution for your problems. The only answer for us is Jesus Christ. There is something inside of you. It's called soul and spirit. You have a soul and spirit. That spirit that I have in me, it was crying out. Because my, my soul, every single person in this place, the only reason that we are created is for this reason, to worship God. That's the only thing that God cannot do. He cannot worship his own self. How are he going to do that? It's impossible. So he created men and women like you and me to worship him. But it gets to a point where you make a choice and you worship different things. I was worshiping things that I was not supposed to be worshiping. So my soul was crying out because I know in my soul that if I keep doing the things that I was, I was doing, I was going straight to hell. Hell is real. Heaven is real too. At the end of our lives, we go into one of these places. It depends on what you do. So I recommend you tonight to follow every instruction from the word of God. And you will make it to heaven.
you will make it to heaven. In Jesus' name. Doing all these things. Two in the morning crying out. God, my background is Catholic. I never experienced the power of God growing up. Never. I used to go to church Sundays, go back to the world, do whatever I need to do. Like, you know, Catholic people. Once in a while, you light a candle and you're fine. <laughs> Once in a while, you know, Father God, forgive me, blah, 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 and you're okay. You know, it's a life from hell. It's a life from hell. But when you come to the light, you realize, you realize the, the, the work that we have to do. Now that we have the Spirit of God in us, we have a major work to do. We don't have time to play around. That's why I told you, like every single person in this place, God is desire to use you. He wants to use you. Wherever you go, in the marketplace, supermarkets, wherever you go, God wants to use you. In your jobs, if you think about it, the only answer for the people around you is you. The only answer for the people around you is your mouth. If you keep your mouth closed, they will never hear the gospel. They will never hear the gospel of God. That's why you have to, like pastor say at the beginning, the Holy Spirit. We have to carry the Holy Spirit like never before. We have to be hungry for the things of God like never before. You have to pray. You have to fast. You have to search the word of God like never before. Because if you read the book of, if you read the book of Revelation, things are not going to get better. This is going to get crazy. This is going to get worse. Not for us, but for the people out there. That's why we have to be ready. That's why we have to be ready. I believe, I believe in my heart that God is going to raise people on the, in this last hour that where we are. The one person filled with the Holy Ghost. It's going to go to a hospital, and it's going to empty the entire hospital. I believe that. You know why? Because it's going to come to a point that it's not going to be enough room on those places for the things that, that are coming. It's going to come to that day. Remember that. It's going to be one day that whatever hospital around here, the biggest hospital, is not going to be enough room in that place. It's not going to be enough room in that place. So that's why you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because God, want to use, God wants to use you. He wants to use your hands. He wants to use your feet. He wants to use your mouth. Wherever you go, basically you are Jesus. You're representing Jesus wherever you go. So that's why we have to be so filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to share something with you. And I keep sharing later my testimony a little bit. <clears throat> I titled this, The Importance of the Holy Spirit. The importance of the Holy Spirit. If you're going to take notes, I'm going to read from you Acts 1-4. Acts 1-4. <clears throat> Basically, Jesus is telling the disciples, don't go. Don't move from this place where you are right now, Jerusalem. Don't move until you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Until you receive the Holy Spirit. Very important. Without the Holy Spirit, Without the Holy Spirit, anything can happen. But when you have the Holy Spirit, you have 
a supernatural power in you. A supernatural power in you. You're not, you're not like everybody else. We, when, we, when we went to Costa Rica, we were not like everybody else. We have the power of the Holy Spirit with us. That's why we see things happen. Pastor Bush prayed pray for a lady. It was not a church. We was trying to do an outreach over there. We, was not, we were knocking doors, inviting people to come to this outreach. The lady was, no, I have so much pain in my neck, my back. I, I don't want to go. No, I, I hate these things. I don't even want to go there. Pastor, okay, let me pray for you right here. On her living room, the lady got healed. On the living room. Pastor Bush speaking Spanish? No. My daughter was trans translating for her, for, for Pastor Bush. He don't even speak the language. But if you desire is to be used by God, God will use you wherever you go. God will use you wherever you go. And then this is, the, this is what happens when, when God, through you and the Holy Spirit, touch people. Now this lady, pastor say like the lady, instantly, her, you know, like her face changed right away. Now she's happy. She's like, all right, let's go. I want to go to that place. And, you know, when, when, when God touched you, you're going to bring as much, you, as much people you can. Now the lady, she bring her neighbor downstairs. And somebody else, she brought like three people with her. And interesting what, what God do. Very interesting. Because we was doing some raffles, some giveaways. And pastor prayed, I pray that you'd be the first one who wins something. <laughs> I pray that you'd be the first one who wins something. And yeah, that's true. Before then, we did, <laughs> we did a couple games, a couple things. One game was about dancing. And... Guess who were who was there? The lady with pain on the back and pain on the neck. She was dancing on the middle of the street. She don't care. And she won. She won. You know, like 10 minutes before that, she had a horrible pain on the back, on the neck. I don't want to go to this thing. I don't know. That's not for me. I'm in pain right now. I leave me alone. But one touch from God changed everything around. One touch from heaven. Change everything around. Now the lady is doing the dance and playing around. Now she's happy. Now she got the joy. Because the word of God said the joy of the Lord is my strength. That's why the enemy tried to get your joy away. Because he knows if he takes your joy, that's it. You're done. No strength. You are a weak vessel. But when you are filled with joy, <laughs> it's nothing in this planet will be able to, to stop you. You, you will be an unstoppable force for heaven. Hallelujah. The lady won the raffle. The lady, uh, she won the dance competition. Crazy. And this is what really shocked me. Because, you know, I'm, re I'm getting ready to go back to Costa Rica and start a church over there. It really shocked me. Like, man, this lady now, you know, she opened her home. To do a Bible study. A lady who was on pain and she didn't want nothing to do with God. But because Pastor Bush got the boldness to say, you know what, you're gonna get healed right here, God wanna heal you right now. Only because of that. You have to be obedient when God speaks to you. You have to be obedient when God is telling you something. Because you don't know if that, that person that you are praying for, that person could be the next pastor, the next evangelist, the next 
prophet of that place. You never know. That could be the next person that God is going to use on that region. They, this lady opened her home. I want, you know, like what you guys are doing over here is awesome. My house is open to do a Bible study. How that happened? Only by the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the only explanation that we have. How are we going to do these things in the natural? It's impossible. In the natural, this lady will be like hating us. It will be like, shut the music down, please. <laughs> you know? Yeah. To be honest. But one touch from heaven. That's why it's so important to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts 1.4. Jesus is telling the disciples, don't move. Don't even try to go until you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. If you keep reading, Acts 1.8. The word of God says, but you shall, you shall receive power. Everybody say after me, power. After the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be my witness unto me, but in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and on, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Man, when you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, trust me, you don't want to stay, you don't want to stay home doing nothing. You want to go somewhere and preach the gospel. You want to go somewhere. You want to go to Walmart. You want to go to whatever. Whatever place and preach the gospel of God. Because you understand, you understand something. This is not a game. We don't do this because we have nothing else to do. We all have a lot of things to do. But we do this because we have the revelation. How much people around our neighborhoods need to hear the gospel of God. And especially in the hour that we live in. You guys remember when, we, when, uh, when they did the Festival of Life? Man, like, how many people came there? It was amazing. It was awesome. You know, I was, I was right next to Jonathan every single night. And every single night, he go to the car crying out. Crying like a baby. Crying like a baby. You know why? Because he understand. He understand the time that we are. You know, this is, this is not Central America where anybody can do these things and have a mass crusade, have 20,000 people show up. This is not Africa or Brazil where thousands of people just come. This is America. People are hungry. People are hungry and people need something real. They need a real touch from the Lord. That's the only answer for people around you. They're not looking for religion. They're tired of religion. They're tired to be abused. They, they are tired of these things. They are looking for something real. And let me tell you something. If you don't have a sermon, if you never went to a school, don't worry. You know, like the best thing you can share is your own testimony. Your own testimony will open a way for you. Don't be afraid. You don't need to know, like, the Bible from the beginning to the end. No. You just have to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And share your testimony. You never know what people around you are dealing with. Maybe they're dealing with the same thing that you was dealing before. You never know. You'll be surprised. If you want, if you want to write this down. The first thing the Holy Spirit does is for you. 
when the, when the Holy Spirit comes to your life, the first thing he does is for you. You cannot give what you don't have. I used to be filled with junk. Now I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Before I, before I got baptized with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Ghost, I could not do the things that I'm doing right now. How? I don't have the knowledge. I don't have nothing. I was very shy. I was the guy in the corner who would want to talk with anybody. Yes, quiet. I, I, let's finish and get out of here. That was me. I don't want to talk with nobody. Look at what God is doing to me right now. By the Holy Spirit. I cannot do this on my own power. I cannot do this on my own strength, in my own knowledge. I cannot do it. It's impossible. So the first thing that the Holy Spirit does is in you. Remember that. The first thing the Holy Spirit does in your life is for you. You cannot give what you don't have. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Repeat this with me. Say it out loud. The Holy Spirit does something to me. The Holy Spirit does something to me. Who can witness that? I think we all can witness that. You know, like before, how many, how many things we used to do before? That doesn't even make sense. But when you get, with, you get crazy for God, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, let me tell you, nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop you. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, it's impossible. Hallelujah. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, it's impossible to end last. You will end first. You will never be the last person. You will always be at the top, never at the bottom. That's the portion for every single person in this place tonight. You will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Always in the top. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Go with me. Go with me to Psalm 1, 1 to 3. Psalm 1, 1 to 3. Hallelujah. You guys have it? Hallelujah. Blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law that the meditate day and night. What the word of God say? Blessed is the man who delight himself on the Lord. If you delight yourself in the Lord, you are a blessed person. If you delight yourself in the Lord, you are a blessed person. You cannot be cursed when you delight yourself in the Lord. Like Pastor said before, everything you need is in the presence of God. You need a healing? Get in your knees and start praying. 
You need a breakthrough. Get in your knees and start praying. Don't believe the lie of the enemy. It's impossible to believe the lie of the enemy when you are filled with the word of God. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit. When you are filled with the things of heaven. You cannot believe what the enemy is trying to lie to you. It's impossible. It's impossible. You know, like before we went to, uh, before we went to Costa Rica, everything that happened in our lives right now, I'm telling you, is supernatural. Nothing that we doing that we are doing right now for the kingdom of God, we cannot do it. We can do it in our own strength. We don't even have the money to do these things. But let me tell you something. While we went to school, I woke up every single day praying for a couple hours in the morning. Early in the mornings. And confessing things that I saw in my spirit. You are in the place where you are today. Because that's probably where you confessed a month ago or a week ago. But when you confess the word of God every single day, it's impossible to be defeated. I woke up every single day. I don't care how much money we have in the bank account. I always say, we are, going to, we are going to Latin America. We are going to Mexico. We are going to Central America. We're going to have a big church. We're going to have a Bible school. We're going, to raise, we're going to raise people for the kingdom of heaven. We're going to raise people in business. We're going to raise people who are going to run for government in Costa Rica. You know, that's, gonna, that's been my declaration for the last two years. And if I think in the natural, how is this going to happen? We don't even have a building in Costa Rica. We don't have nothing. But everything that we're doing right now is because we got, we got basically intoxicated by the word of God. We got crazy for these things. Because people can look, look at you and say, like, you crazy, why are you, why are you smoking? <laughs> like pastors say, you're smoking some bad weed. <laughs> man but I'm telling you when, you when you get when you get in the presence of God hallelujah nothing is impossible in your life you will see nothing impossible what can stop me right now tell me they need what I have they need what I have they need what I have Costa Rica needs what I have. This town around you, this city around you, they need what you have. We went there. We went to Costa Rica. We have a great time. I got invited to go to the, basically it's kind of like the White House here in America where you know, the president meets and governors and everybody. And I, I have to, I got invited to go and pray for seven governors over there in Costa Rica. Do I met these people before in my life? Never. One connection. And everything changed around. Remember, remember, remember Paul. He was a prisoner. Started the book of Acts. He was a prisoner. They go to the island of Malta. 
He got beat by a snake. He choked, he choked the snake. Keep doing whatever God was telling him to do. As soon as you know, he's praying. He's praying for the old man. War gets out. Pe hundreds of people come for prayer. How they left the island? They left the island blessed. They left the island blessed. That's what God wants to do with every single person here tonight. He wants to, want to use you. Now, almost every, every other day, I keep contact with one, one of the governors over there. He's a pastor. Let me, let me share what happened with this guy. So, <clears throat> they have an amazing church. They have like a 2,000 member church. 80% of the church is 30 and younger, 80%. So they're raising an army on that place. This guy, you know, like they're doing crazy things for, from heaven. When you start doing crazy, crazy things for God, you, you will get a lot of persecution. So his building was getting shut down almost every week. They called the city because of, the, you know, like people crazy. Noise, this and that. All bunch of garbage, you know. So he said, okay, we're going to do something over here. Now the, the, the pastor runs, and he wants to be a, a governor of that town, that city. Man, when you have an army with you of 30 and younger, I'm very sure those guys did a lot of things for this pastor, you know. They put a lot of flyers around. I'm very sure they did a lot of stuff for the pastor. Now the pastor became the governor. The pastor became the governor. Now he was sharing with me. I'm just waiting to see who's going to come and ch shut my church down. <laughs> I'm the governor. Who's going to do that? Nobody has the power to do that right now. He's the governor. So I'm chatting with this guy every single day through WhatsApp. And we, we are getting ready to do some things for Christmas. You know, like we are, we're going to bless people over there for Christmas. You know, like crazy stuff. He have the place already. But what I'm trying to tell you is when your heart is pure, when you are following the call of God in your life, God will start opening doors for your life. It was impossible for me to meet this guy. How? How am I going to meet this guy? Never in a million times. Never. But one connection, one connection. How I met Pastor Bunch? Because I was obedient. I came here to serve for Festival Life. I didn't come here for nothing else. I came here because my heart was for souls. Even like I was not a preacher. But let me tell you something. Everything that you do for God counts. Everything you do for God counts. Whoever lined these chairs over here, that counts for the kingdom of heaven. And everything that you do for God, you need the anointing of the Holy Spirit to walk with that. Everything. Whoever put these chairs over here, you need the anointing of God for that. And every time, trust me, I ushered at my church the last two years. Every time that I, I put a chair over there, I put my hands in there. And I bless that chair. I don't know who is that person who is going to sit over there. The person who is sitting over here could be the next, next pastor of this church. You never know. Or the ch church around here. The next evangelist. The next soul winner. 
You never know. So everything that we do for the kingdom of God, we need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. These guys over there with the sound, they need the anointing of the Holy Spirit to flow. The, the people over here, they need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The pastor, obviously, he needed he need more than everybody else. <laughs> but we all need it. The greeters at the door, whoever is cleaning, whoever is here with the vacuum, we all need the anointing of the Holy Spirit to walk in a perfect will for God. And when we all connect, we are a body. We are an army of God. We're not like, we're not like a little thing. We are something big. Doesn't matter what you do for God. You are big for God. And everything counts. Every soul that walks through these doors, new soul, new believer, you think that's, God is not counting that for you? He's doing all these things. Every single thing. So when I came here to Louisiana with Jonathan, I didn't come here because, oh, I just want to go over there and have fun. We have a lot of fun, yes. But I came here by the Holy Spirit. I met Pastor Bunch. It's, it's not like we did a lot of things. We just, hi, oh, I'm from Costa Rica, la, 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 la. Oh, okay. Pastor, Pastor, Pastor goes to uh, Tampa in one of the conferences, and he sees me. Hey, are you ready to go back to Costa Rica? I said, Pastor Costa Rica, no. I don't want to go back there. I'm good over here in Tampa. <laughs> a year later. A year later, after I was crying for souls, and as soon as I make the mistake, <laughs> put my hands in, in Central America, and I start to hear the crying of these people going to hell, and the Holy Spirit telling me, Eduardo, who will tell these people about me? Everything changed. The next time, the next, the next time that I saw Pastor Bush, I ran to him, Pastor, I'm ready. When do you want to go? I want to go to Costa Rica. When you follow the Holy Spirit, he will take you to places. He will take you to places that you have no idea. And I'm telling you, for me and my house, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. We just finished school like two, two three months ago. It's not like we've been doing this for a lifetime, you know. But God doesn't care about that. God doesn't care about that. We came back from Costa Rica. We came back from Costa Rica. <laughs> the moment we came back from Costa Rica, <coughs> man, we went home. We checked our bank account. We went out for a month. No, she was not working. I was not working. So we have no income. We spent everything that we have. Blessing people, doing things for, for the kingdom of heaven. Because everything costs money. Everything costs a lot of money. We came back home, we check our bank account. We have $100 in our bank account. I say, Millie, don't even, don't even stress about it. This is probably the best opportunity we have right now for God to do something in our lives. So we're not going to curse anything. We're going to speak life. We're going to speak life. We're going to pray for the souls in Costa Rica that we saw in the last month. 
We're going to pray for the pastors. We're going to pray for the connections. We're going to pray for every single person that we came across in the last month. Because those are seeds on the ground. And that seed is going to produce fruit. We came back. We was, the first service that we went to church in Tampa, we were sitting like eight rows behind. Just sitting over there. Pastor Ronnie, almost like by the end of the service, he's like, hey, you guys, you just came from Costa Rica. Come up here. We went on the front. He prayed for us. He gave us a word. We got smashed by the Holy Spirit. <coughs> I'm trying. I know, and he's like, pick them up, like five minutes after. And he told me, I want, to, I want you to share what happened in Costa Rica tonight. That was Sunday morning. You know, like, these things never happen. We just finished school three months ago. Now he opened, now he opened for me to preach at the river church. So we preach over there. We share what happened in our lives in Costa Rica. I didn't care how much money we have. I was not looking at that. I was not looking to people to bless me either. I knew God, God will come through somehow. I didn't know how. Before that night, before I start preaching, somebody came and gave me a watch. This watch... This watch could, I don't know how much it worth, to be honest. But it could be like $45,000. One watch. It could be from twenty dollars to $45,000. I don't know how much it is. I got I to gotta take it to the place and, you know, check for appraisal. After we finished preaching that night, the church sent us $5,000, the river church over there. $5,000. Our cash apps start blowing up. We start getting money from on cash app from people from people from Pennsylvania, people from, from all, all over the place. People came and handed money. Like, man, I, I'm not going to be here tonight, but here is $100. Here is $200. Money from everywhere. Money from everywhere. <laughs> so um, in a month and a half, we've been here in a, we've been here Back in America, month and a half, around there, right? Six weeks. We saw God bless us with $15,000. $15,000. The one who wins souls is wise. The one who wins souls is wise. I don't know if you heard about David Oyedepo. David Oyedepo say this. He say, you want to be on God's payroll, win souls. You want to be on God's payroll, win souls. Because, like I told you in the beginning, a hundred years from now, everything that we do right now doesn't really matter. You can have a boat. You can have a house on an island, house in Costa Rica. House in Miami, private jet, multimillionaire business. If your business is not connected to heaven, 
doesn't really matter. A hundred years from now, the only thing that you're going to give an account to heaven, as soon as you walk in heaven, God is going to tell you, oh, you win this how many souls? Okay, this is the house that you're going to have. This is the place that you're going to have. That's why I like what Pastor Ronnie say. He said, you'll be surprised. Sometimes it's an old lady that nobody talks about it. Old lady sitting in a corner. Nobody talks about it. But this lady is winning souls every single day. And she will have a mansion in heaven. And the, and the person and leaders of the church will be like, God, what's up with this lady? She never did nothing for you. No, you're wrong. She was winning souls every single day. She was winning souls every single day. You have to be a soul winner. You have to be a soul winner. A hundred years from now, the only thing that really matters is how many souls you will take to heaven. And even if you don't go to places, put your money where there is souls. Put your money where there is souls. If you see somebody winning souls, bless that people. Bless that person. Help them. Help these people. You know, like, I, I'm, so, I'm so proud of you, Pastor, Pastor Butch. You know, like, from all the people that I know, before we went to Costa Rica, he called me. He said, like, hey, uh, do you got your tickets yet? I said, no. Man, he's a, he's a blessing. You know, like, he sent me $2,000. He said, buy your tickets for you, for your family, $2,000. <coughs> not, even, not even people around me did that for me. But he was, I'm very sure that God so many times he speaks to people, but they they like, oh, no, that's probably not from God, you know. <laughs> but this guy, Pastor Butch, man, this guy is a soul winner. He's filled with the Holy Spirit. And he connects his money with, with the kingdom. I can wait to see what God is about to do with, with you guys. So be hungry. Be hungry. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. These couple more days that we have, tomorrow, Monday, spend time with the Holy Spirit. Ask God to help you. To give you whatever you need. Because I'm telling you, I've been sitting under Pastor Randy for two years. If it will not be for Pastor Randy, we will not be here. I'm telling you right now. He carries an anointing like very little people have right now in the planet. Very little. He's a, he's a true man of God. He's a true man of God. You know, like when they did a... They went to New York City. He spent $6.7 million. $6.7 million in New York City for souls. People who, who don't know him probably think like, man, this guy is a, he's loaded. He got a lot of money. Let me tell you something. Everything that Pastor Ronnie does is connected to heaven. Everything that he does is connected to heaven. And his goal is this. Right now, he could be, he could be packing like 20,000, 30,000 places, you know. 
stadiums or fields or whatever. He could be doing that. He said, but I don't care about that anymore. This is what I care right now. So you could be one of those persons. He said, I only, I only want 120 in every meeting. If you have 120 in every meeting, I'm happy. Because you know how many, how many people were at the upper room? It was 120. Only 120. And the same day, 3,000 souls. The next couple days, 5,000. And this thing started growing and growing. So you, I believe, like I was telling Pastor, Pastor Bush this morning. I said, Pastor, I think like because he was a little bit concerned about things. I said, Pastor, don't even think about that. I think you are, your church is a perfect place right now, Pastor Randy. Perfect place. You don't need 1,000 people. You don't need 2,000 people. If you have 120, that's more than enough. 120 people filled with the Holy Ghost, preaching the gospel in every corner. <sighs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> this place will be packed in a couple days. That's all we need. God is raising an army right now. God is raising an army right now. If you want to be used by the Holy Spirit, this is the perfect time for you. This is the perfect time. The word of God says this. The, the will of the wicked is laid out for the just. How many just in here? I'm telling you. Don't be afraid. Don't even worry about anything. I don't care how much money I have in my bank account. My father is the owner of all the silver and all the gold. I don't care how I'm going to buy this piece of land that I need in Costa Rica. I cannot do it in a million years. I cannot do it in a million years. How am I going to do that? It's impossible. How am I going to plant 100 churches in Latin America? How? It's impossible. I don't have the money. I don't have the knowledge to do that. But when you connect it with heaven, he will drop things in your hands that you have no idea. No idea. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for the next couple of days. Because God is about to do some things over here. God never leads you backwards. He always leads you forwards. When you connect it to heaven, you will never go back. You will never go back. I refuse to go back to Egypt. Why are you going to go over there? I see the promised land. I don't want to bring bad news. I'm bringing good news. But that has to be in your mouth all the time. For me, I, will, I can say, Millie, you know what? Forget about this Costa Rica thing right now. Huh, I'm shaking. I don't have the money. How are we going to buy a house? How are we going to buy this? I don't care about those things. My God will make a way where there is no way. My God will make a way where there is no way. And my job is to follow whatever he tells me to do. The best place to be is in the perfect will of God. The best place to be is in the perfect will of God. Because when God gives you a, 
when God gives you the vision, he will give you the provision that you need for your vision. At the end of the day, God is the one who puts, who put those desires in there. How are we going to think about, you know, like if you say, oh, you're going to be a preacher. Like if you tell me that of like five years ago. That was not in my heart. Never. I was thinking to, I was thinking to have a nice house, you know, in Pennsylvania. And probably build another nice house in Costa Rica. Go over there once in a while. Like an American. <laughs> but God, God does some things that, you know, like sometimes it's like question mark. God, how? But if we think in the natural, we will never get to the super, supernatural. But when you understand that the God that we serve is not a natural God. My God is a supernatural God. He created everything in six days. Everything around us, it was created in six days. You think it's something impossible for God? There is nothing impossible for my God. For my God, nothing is impossible. He created the heavens. He, cre he created the earth. He created everything. Man. I, we went to Costa Rica. I'm like, Lord have mercy. I'm just looking around. All the, you know, like I, I almost forgot about my country. <laughs> I was here for 18 years. Too busy. Like an American. Working 10 hours a day. Having two jobs. <laughs> I, I almost forgot about my beautiful country. And then now that we went there, I don't feel too bad. <laughs> That I'm called to, I'm called to go to Costa Rica. <laughs> like Pastor Bush say, man, at least you're not, you're not called to go to Cambodia. <laughs> I say, yes, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. My heavenly father created. And if an American person, and I'm not talking about you guys, if an American person, is sitting in Costa Rica right now with a $2 million jet, smoking a cigar, drinking whiskey. Can't have these things. Why a child of God cannot have these things too? Tell me why. We are creator to have all these things. He wants every desire of your heart to be filling. Every single one. So that's why I tell my daughters, I tell everyone, dream big. Never stop dreaming. I don't care how old you are. Dream big. God, God can turn things around in a couple months. You don't, need, you don't need 20, 40 years to do things for God. I believe, I believe that my family and I, we're going to see our, the biggest, 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 biggest breakthroughs in our lives in the next three years. That's what I believe. I believe by, by 2022, 2023, we're probably going to have like at least, at least 200 students in the school over there. That's what I'm believing for. We have to raise an army. We have to raise an army. The word of God say, go and make disciples. Make disciples. Whatever God is doing in my life is not only for me. So many people are afraid. I'm not talking about here. But so many leaders 
in the world. Christian leaders. They're afraid because of the title, you know. Oh, I'm pastor this, I'm pastor that, I'm apostle, and this, that. They're afraid to give what they have. Because they don't want the people under them to go above. I don't care about that. I want whoever is around me, I want to go like 100 years further than me. Because time is so short right now. Pastor, time is so short. We on the last hour. We don't have time to play games. We don't have time to play games. I don't care if you eight years old. I was sharing yesterday with, with the we were sharing with Pastor Kevin. In our church, there is a little boy who is filled with the Holy Spirit. He have a soul 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 uh, goal at the beginning at the beginning of the year. His soul goal was five hundred souls, eight years old. And then he, he testified the other day at the church. He said, man, this thing is too easy. I went to the mall and I got 500 in a couple days. <laughs> so I, I raised up my, my soul goal from 800 to 12, no, from 500 to 1,200. Now he passed the 1,200. We are in what? Uh, we are in August. Yeah, we have like four more months. Now his soul goal is 2,000 for 2019. Eight years old. Yesterday, they posted in social media. Yesterday, he went to the mall. He got like 60-something people safe at the mall. He said, I realize this thing is so, so easy, so very easy. I don't care if they don't speak the language. Because, you know, like if you go to whatever we use in the, at the church, they got like, I don't know how many, how many languages, hundreds. So you just, and it's amazing what, you know, like what this, what this soul script can do. People are. You know, like we see people from India who have idols at the houses. We knock the door and they have all these idols. Hey, we just came to tell you about Jesus. And, you know, like for some reason, these Indian people, they're so open. You will think like, man, no, these people don't want nothing with, you know, they don't have, they don't want to do nothing with God. But they open the door and they have like a little altar over there in the corner and they like come here come here they, they want to show you the altar they have and they oh, let's pray over here no 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 we cannot pray over there we're gonna pray over here <laughs> you gotta tell because they want they want they want <laughs> you've been to that too <laughs> so it's crazy but they so open people are open people are looking for the real deal people are looking for what you have people are, are tired of fakeness they need something real. That's why we cannot go around playing games. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit like never before. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit like never before. Jeremiah 29, 11. Everybody knows this scripture. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to bring you hope in the future. Without God, you have no hope and you have no future. That's what happens with me before. I was looking my hope. In alcohol. I was looking my hope at the bar where there is no hope. What hope you have at the bar? Zero. Zero hope. But when God touched you, man, it's like you're like a new person. Now you you can hear even the wind. You can hear you can hear the birds. You can hear the rain. Before that, I don't have time for that. 
one touch from heaven change your life forever. He will give you hope in the future. Repeat this with me. I have a blessed future. I have a blessed future. You're not, you're, you're not like everybody else. You are a child of God. You have a blessed future. It's impossible to serve God and not have a blessed future. Your future is blessed. Your future is blessed. You are a blessing. You are a blessing for this city. You are a blessing for Louisiana. You are a blessing for this place where we are right now. You are a blessing. Wherever you go, at your job, you are a blessing. You putting gas in your car, you are a blessing right there. Whatever you're doing, you are the supermarket, you are a blessing. Everywhere we go, we are a blessing. I'm on the plane, these people are happy. They should be happy. Well, nothing will happen to that plane, only because I'm there. I'm a blessing. I'm driving on the street, I'm a blessing. Wherever I go, I'm a blessing. You are a blessing. Say it again. I am blessed. I am a blessing. I have a, future, I have a blessed future. Glory to God. Go with me to Exodus 15, 26. Exodus 15, 26, and say, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his status, I will put none of this disease upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. That's why I've been telling you for a long time. It's impossible to put God first and end last. Whatever is coming for this planet doesn't belong to you. Whatever is coming around you doesn't belong to you. You know, like the economy can go down right now. Doesn't belong to you. You are a child of God. When we went to Costa Rica, we went to this place. And these people were so, so afraid of the, they got like a mosquito over there. It was creating some kind of disease called, I don't know if you guys, I don't know how you guys call it over here, but they, they call it dengue over there. I don't know if you ever heard of that. But I, I, I was joking, and, but at the same time I was serious with the pastor because the pastor was like, just be very careful around here. I say, pastor, with all the respect, I'm covered with the blood of Jesus. I, I didn't came here to get sick. I will not get sick. Let me tell you something. I say, if this, this thing bite me, if this thing bit me, as soon as the blood, my blood get into this thing, this thing is going to start speaking in other tongues. It's going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. It's going to go around worshiping the Lord. 
that's not my portion. That's not my portion. Whatever happens around you is not your portion. It's very clear. But you have to, the word of God says, diligently, day and night. This is not only Sundays. This is not only Saturdays. This is not only the day where we meet over here. It's every single day. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You have to be filled with the word of God. You have to be ready. You have to be ready. I'm telling you. That's why the Apostle Paul say, like, we all have this cold flesh. You have to die of this thing every single day. This, this flesh doesn't want to do nothing with God. But your spirit is crying out. Your soul is crying out to heaven. Your soul is crying out to heaven. And the only way that we're going to make it, we have to stay drunk. We have to stay drunk. If you're going to make it to heaven, you have to stay drunk in the Holy Spirit. I used to drink a lot of the old wine. And I know what is to be drunk before that. But now that I understand what is to be drunk in the Holy Spirit, let me tell you something. There is not other drink that you can try. There is not other drug that you can try. And make you happy like the Holy Ghost. It will give you joy. It will give you peace. It will give you love. It will give you everything that you need. Pastors say very, very important what he say. Everything you need is in the presence of God. Every single thing is in the presence of God. I know time is running. This is my second. So the first thing the Holy Spirit does, he does it in, for you. The second thing the Holy Spirit does he does something through you. Repeat that with me. The Holy Spirit does something through me. The Holy Spirit does something through me. The Holy Spirit does something through me. Let's go to this last, last verse. Luke 10, 17. Luke 10, 17. You cannot give what you don't have. You cannot give what you don't have. If you go out trying to win souls without the Holy Spirit, you will take everything so personal. People curse you on your face. You'll be like, man, what am I doing? But when you understand that everything we do is for heaven. So if somebody rebuke me, they're not rebuking me. If somebody curse me, they're not cursing me. They're cursing Jesus. And one day, they will see the face of Jesus. And they have no excuse to say anything. That's why we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. All the time. This is not a game. This is a serious, this is very serious. Luke 10, 17. This is the disciples. And, and, 
and the seventy returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And if you read, read 18 and 19, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power. Everybody say power. Power to treat upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. This is your portion right now. First, he does it for you. And then he wants to do it through you. Same thing. The same thing that happened with the, with the disciples. That's the portion for you and for me. I want you to go with me really quick. Something that I learned and really changed my, my life. Acts 29. Go with me with Acts 29. The word of God says that he gives us power over the devil, over the enemy. If you don't find, you got Acts 29? There is no Acts 29. This is what I want to tell you. As soon as you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, as soon as you are a child of God, you are Acts 29. There is things on heaven right now. The Holy Spirit is doing three things to you. Why do you think when people get healed, Pastor? What do you think is happening? The Lord is writing things down. Oh, he got saved. 20 got saved. 30 got saved. You are Acts 29 right now. So this thing never ends. This thing never ends. We are Acts 29 right now. God is writing things down that you are doing and undoing. If I will be you, I make sure that everything that he's writing is good. <laughs> it's good. I don't want to go up there and say, hey, why you, why you never told this person? Look at that person. It went straight to hell. You never telling anything. I refuse to be that person. I refuse to be that guy. That's why I'm telling you right now. God is pouring out his spirit right now. And if you are hungry for God, if you are thirsty for the Holy Spirit, he will use your hands. He will use your mouth. He will use your feet. Wherever you go, you are a vessel of God. And he wants to use you. He wants to use you. He don't care how old you are, how tall, how skinny. He doesn't care about that. He don't care if you are from Costa Rica, thousands of miles away from here. He don't care about that. You think he, he would know this? His English is not even good. He never said that. <laughs> he never said that. He have a horrible accent. No. <laughs> he didn't care about that. So wherever we go, our main goal is souls. Our main goal is souls. It's good to have things and buildings and schools and everything else. It's good. We are called to raise an army. But the main thing is the main thing. The main thing are souls.
Wherever we go, it's souls. Wherever we on the plane, we're trying to win souls. I wish like they give me the mic over there in the plane. So we can have everybody safe, especially when you feel a little bit of turbulence, you know. <laughs> it will be so easy. It will be super easy. <laughs> everybody will, yes, please, let's pray. <laughs> Even the Muslims. <laughs> Every single one. But I'm telling you, get ready. Get ready. As I, I'm, I'm telling you right now. I know God is going to do some things right now. But get ready. Get ready for, for Monday. Get ready for Monday. The man of God that is coming to this house. It's a privilege to have that guy over here. The other day, this last week, Pastor Randy was sharing something. In a, they have like the, the revival for the school. <clears throat> and I think it was like Tuesday. No, Monday. I don't know if you guys, I'm very sure you got, a lot of people know him. You know Oral Roberts, right? 1993, Pastor Ron is preaching in, in, in Rama. He was getting persecution from every single corner, Pastor Ron. People want to kill him. 1993. Every single person want to kill Pastor Ron. All the religious people want to kill Pastor Ron. Because of the joy. They don't understand the joy. They don't understand like people. People need the joy. And Otto Roberts, he went up there. He got the mic. And he said, first of all, let me tell you something. This joy, we need this joy. 1920s, it was a big move of joy in America. But it, it moved away. I don't know why. I don't know what's the re why, why, why that happened. But the joy just went away. So he said, this is not a new thing. This is in the Bible. And we have it before and we need it right now. So the biggest thing that Pastor Ronnie does is obviously empower people to whatever calling they have in their lives. But he brings joy. We all need joy. But when I see Otto Roberts... Grabbing the mic, he stood uh, over there at the platform. And he said, Ronnie, you have a word from heaven. He laid, he laid his hands, all the robbers, release that word right now. Pastor Ronnie releasing the word for all robbers. His brother, all the robbers' brother, was there too. He got hit with joy. Pastor Ronnie prayed for him. He got hit with joy. Otto Roberts was already on the floor. But when he heard his brother getting hit by the joy, he like, I want the joy too. Otto Roberts. Now, Pastor Ronnie prayed for him. He got the joy. Otto Roberts. And then again, he lifted his hands again. I said, Pastor Ronnie. I said, Ronnie Howard Brown. He said, you have another word for me. Release it now. Man, when I saw that, I said, Lord, forgive me. Because sometimes me, as a student of the school, Pastor Randy's school, and as a member of the church, I don't think I honor Pastor Randy the way he deserves it. I said, Lord, forgive me. He is a real man of God. And it's a privilege to have him over here. 
So don't waste it. Get hungry. Get hungry. Do whatever you need to do.